This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Shweezy, one of our best episodes. I, I literally think that we've ever done. I think uh, th- this episode of Cancel Shweezy, uh, I-, I can't imagine we're ever going to be doing a better job at Cancel Shweezy than we are doing with today's episode. So, what is up? Welcome to the show <clears throat> today. Um, we literally got our best show ever, uh, so let, just letting you know that you made it to the show. You made it to Cancel Sweezy, the only podcast out there uh, that doesn't feel like a man when you push her around. Uh, do you feel better now as she falls to the ground? What a weird song. It's like everyone's making like emo music about how girls are sad. Girls make them sad. And then Red Jumps the Apparatus is like, you know, don't you hate domestic violence? Uh, and we were all like, yeah, but I think you're the only one writing about it. Um, anyways, though, (coughs) that was a big cough. (laughs) A a, a guitar player in this band I'm playing with, like his mom sneezed and he's like, you're causing a scene. (laughs) Shit like that. That was hilarious. Anyways, though, welcome to the show today. We our best episode. So, Cancel Sweezy, the Lord's favorite podcast. If you don't already know, I'm Sweezy, or most of you probably know me already as the Foreplay King. Welcome to the show today. We got a lot of cool shit to talk about today. So much to do, so much to see. What's wrong with taking the back street? If you like music, I make music. It's under Sweezy. It's like Cancel Sweezy. You just take the cancel part out. Just look for music under Sweezy. I got EPs, uh, Ride or Die. Uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. That's not the right one. First of all... Ride or die, bitch. That's the one. Go check out I have an EP Ride or Die and I have an EP Ride or Die Volume 2. I already get your music. I'm working on new music right now. I will have a release this year. It's been like kind of one of those things where like I finished the last EP and I literally had like writer's block for like, an entire year. I'm telling you folks. Go check that out. I want you to go check that out. And that way you can follow me there. Keep updated for when I do release new music. So uh it is weird. Like there's some like I know some people who listen to the show, they they check they like the music and they like the show, and then there's some people out there who really like the music, but don't necessarily listen to the show, and then there's people who are just a fan of the show who don't listen to the music, which, I mean, uh, I would love you to, like, 
I would say I probably like the music more a little bit. And the part of me is like, well, I like the music a little more, even though there's like this. This is the content I create that's the most consistent uh, in my life. I guess go check that out. You can also check me out on social media at the Schweezy. Uh, everywhere you get social medias, uh, especially Twitch, Twitch.tv slash the Schweezy. I stream every Thursday. Uh, I was playing Let's Go Pikachu just for fun. I was like, eh, I don't really have it in the mood for anything else. So hell, let's just uh, continue to play that. Um, one thing on my screen just went away. I'm, like, not sure what went away. Um, anyways, nothing really that... Oh, I think it was, like, a finder window. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's nothing important. Um, so go check that out. Uh, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you do have an Amazon Prime account connected to you, get a Twitch Prime. Gives you one free subscribe every month. Following anyone on Twitch is free, but to subscribe to someone, what you have to go ahead and do is connect, uh, is usually you would pay money for that, but with, uh, Amazon Prime, you do get one free subscribe every month. Typically, you'd have to spend $5 to do that, but with your Amazon Prime, you're doing free. And I know a lot of people get Amazon Prime because fucking Am I know Amazon is the devil, but it's just so fucking convenient. <laughs> Let's just be honest, it's so fucking convenient. Um, and, uh, yeah, and so connect the two, and that's taking $5 away from Jeff Bezos, so why the fuck not would you not do that? Uh, we also have a Patreon page. Uh, Patreon is a great way of saying thank you for being a friend. Uh, right now it is currently a tip jar. If I if I'm able to figure out cool... Uh, cool shit uh, to do uh, with that. I will do it, but uh, in the meantime, though, it is kind of a tip jar, so it's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Um, but don't forget all the free shit you can go ahead and do. Uh, if you go check our YouTube page, I know a majority of the people are who usually listen to this point of the show, but our, like, at least the majority of our list, the listeners I know. I look at the stats, people. I, I listen to the stats. Go check out our YouTube page. Uh, we do put our full episodes there, so it's a picture of it. I know... I know what I, I like listening to podcasts. Like I'll put it, I'll be working on something on my computer, and I have two screens, so I put the podcast video on one screen, and that that's a cool way to listen to it too on YouTube because YouTube is better at monetization than other channels too. Uh, and uh, we also post our highlights. So go at least just so if you're audio only listener, make sure you do go and subscribe on YouTube, even if that's not your way main form of checking out the podcast, because we also post our highlights from the show as well, and the nice thing about the highlights is that if you liked a section of the show uh, that I've been talking about and you want to share it with your friend, we post the highlights of it, so it's like a uh, 5 to 15 minute section you can just share with friends, so instead of sending an audio of the podcast and then telling your friends to go uh, like go to the specific time marker, it's, it's a lot better, a lot easier, stuff like that, but obviously... Audio-only listeners, make sure uh, you leave us a review and give us a 54321-star reading. Um, all of those can really help us infiltrate algorithms uh, without you spending any money or me spending any money. Uh, just financially supporting us. I know you hear, like, uh, like Patreon and shit like that. Who does this money actually go towards? I'm like, well, it helps me just survive. So thank you for everyone out there. And that's why I always talk about that shit for way too long. Uh, anyways, though... Let's fucking get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking? Previous week right now is the news that I have come across in the last week, uh, or last week, or some would say the previous week, that I will be going over right now. And so that is what previous week right now is, and uh, that's what I will be going over. So uh, miss me with that bullshit, and... Uh, I feel like a woman, a real woman. For all you girls out there. Uh... Uh, because I think actually that's a good that's a good uh, post for, um, for what we're going through next. Uh, my nose is like stuffed up. I, I took a 
I drink alcohol, and uh, that's what happens. Um, this is straight from the New York Post. This is some uh, some shit I want to talk about. Irredeemable background movie gets shelled by Warner Brothers despite seventy million price tag source. Holy millions down the drain, Batman. Uh, the DC Comics film Batgirl will be completely shelled by Warner Brothers, a top Hollywood source told The Post. That means it won't hit theaters or streaming services. HBO Max fans will not see it. The the reportedly $70 million movie, uh, the source said the budget was actually more than $100 million, which was doing test screenings for audiences in anticipation of a late 2022 debut would rank among the most expensive cinemast- cinematic cast-offs ever. Those tests were were said to be so poorly received by moviegoers that the studio decided to cut its losses and run for the sake of the brand's feature. It's a DC disaster. They think an unspeakable Batgirl is going to be irredeemable, the source said. Uh, the Post has reached out to Warner Brothers for comment. It's been a months-long walk of shame for the movie. Batgirl director, uh, directed by Adil El Arbi, <laughs> I'm, uh... I'm not kidding. This in Bial Fala, uh, who directed Bad Boys for Life, as this article would like to say, received not a single mention of DC's comic, DC's Comic Con panel in San Diego in July. An unusual move that raised industry eyebrows. The much publicized event, after all, it, it designed to boost exposure for forthcoming projects just like this one. Marvel's Comic-Con presentation on the flip side announced more than a dozen films in the so-called Phase 5 and 6 of the MCU to be released through fall 2025, with even more surely in The Hopper, Batgirl, which stars Leslie Grace in The Heights, in the title role alongside J.K. Simmons, Mike Keaton, and Brendan Fraser has originally planned for an HBO Max release. The Pucks newsletter reported in April that WB's then-chair, Tony Emmerich, was considering a theatrical run for the film. But Emmerich stepped down in June to form his own production company not long after Warner Brothers merged with Discovery and David Zaslav became the CEO of the new entity. He replaced Emmerich in MGM's Michael DeLuca, who likely had to deliver the bat, the bat news, (laughs) and Pam Abdi. While the film's co-director have done some scattered interviews about casting, the studio has been mum on plans for Batgirl ever since. Shelving a multi-million dollar effort would be so, would not be unusual for Zaslav, a ruthless cost cutter. Remember, he's the same guy who gave the 300 million streaming service CNN Plus the axe just days after its splashy launch because it didn't snare enough subscribers. The budget-conscious CEO, according to Variety, has split WB into multiple segments, including a reorganized DC-based film production group. Um, so I'm, like, super interested in this. Uh, I guess, so, I guess HBO Max, I think HBO is fine, right? I'm not, I'm not mistaken that HBO is fine, but from what I, from basically what I heard, but I do, I did hear about, like, Warner Brothers, uh, a, essentially being bought out by uh discovery which is which is so weird because when you think of warner brothers like you you think about like a lot of good shit that's gone on that that they've made you know it's different from fox like you know fox has fox was okay and then you're like but you can see why uh like it got bought out by disney at least just disney at least bought it out just for the marvel stuff because the marvel stuff was doing so good for disney and martin was like you know if we if we buy Fox, it's going to make one of our specific brands a lot of money. Uh, and then it's weird because, like, technically it's a Fox property, but Disney owns Fox, and then so 
when Marvel Studios uses the X-Men, is it is it still a Fox production? Well, that's what they always talked about with like a Deadpool. We were like, it's not in the MCU, but it's still Marvel. I'm like, I don't know if they want to do that. Um, but I'm just I'm just trying to think here. Um, first of all, let's talk about Discovery Plus getting a lot of Warner Brothers content. Uh, Discovery, I think they own like TLC, which is on which I'm a fan of, and I and you know I'm gonna talk shit about them, but but I generally do enjoy the content they they put up there. Uh, Doctor Pimple Popper's one, which is actually a really good show, uh, mainly because Doctor Lee. Cause I actually start learning a lot of shit about dermatology, and I like watch Doctor Pimple Popper, and I'm like, okay. Uh, so, Doctor uh, Lee is like, you know, I'm gonna use this tool, um, this knife tool. You know, it's gonna be good uh, with this cyst. Uh, it's probably going a lot of pressure, so we are gonna have to cut it open and squeeze a little bit before we take it. I'm like, you know, Doctor Lee, I think that's a great idea. I think that's what I would have done if I were you, like me with no training. Uh, Cause you, you do think you see that shit like she does on the show, and you're like, ah. Uh, yeah, I could, like, cut open something and then pop it, but, like, there's so much little details in that. Like, she just, like, the idea, like, she just looks at a patient, and I'm like, yeah, that's this, this random-ass disease. And you're like, yeah, that's why you pay, that's why you, that's why you go to people like that. Um, anyway, so it's weird that that company, well, that also uh, makes uh, trillions of dollars off fat people a year. We're able to buy Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, who owns... Uh, DC movies. Like, Warner Brothers, they still have the rights to uh, The Dark Knight, one of the best uh, superhero films ever made. Uh, he Just just one of the best movies uh, that has ever been made. Uh, they own... They, they, they distributed that. They have the rights to that. They got bought out by uh, the people who produced My 600-Pound Life. Uh, that's just crazy to me. But I do, but I also am a fan of just streaming service because there's too many streaming services right now. Uh, remember CBS? Remember CBS had one of their own specific thing, and they kind of just merged with Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, I like HBO Max. I think it's a really good streaming service. But I don't, I don't. So I don't know if HBO Max is going away. I haven't done too much research into that. I don't know if HBO Max is going away because HBO Max is a lot of content. But I don't know if that's because of Warner Brothers. It's very, I'm very interested in kind of like hearing more information on that. Let's get into the actual topic of this. Batgirl. How bad is this fucking movie? I want to know. Like, I can't imagine. I mean, for, I'm just thinking about this. This is the studio who released the Joss Whedon Justice League. And it had like, it had, because I like, even then, like, I liked Zack Snyder's take on the Justice League. I, I loved his, I loved his universe. Everyone's like, you got Superman wrong, you got Batman wrong. I'm like, yeah, but those Superman and Batman films have already been made. Uh, this is more, this is one, it's somewhat realistic. Also, two, I always feel like with DC superheroes, it's more or less in a idea that uh, the heroes are gods. And when you go to Marvel, it's like, these are ordinary people uh, with extraordinary gifts and they try to work with their gifts to uh, do good, do good things for the most part. It's it's different from that. Uh, the studio who took Zack Snyder, what Zack Snyder filmed, uh, and then decided to do a million reshoots and ruin whatever the fuck he was trying to make, uh, make complete garbage out of it. And I didn't hate it when I was in theaters, but now that I've seen the Snyder cut, I'm like, it's good. And if if you're gonna watch Bat, everyone's a Batman movie Superman stuff. I'm like, watch the actual Zack Snyder cut of it 
because there is a Snyder, technically, it's like the Ultimate Edition or some shit like that, but it's technically the Snyder Cut of that movie. And that's actually pretty good, because it's just, it just cut off so much shit, because it was like this mystery of why is Bruce Wayne going after Superman? Like, you know, he's obviously kind of worried about it, but then there's all these clues you keep leading to, and then you realize it's Lex Luthor and stuff like that. They released, anyway, though. Uh, let's, just, let's just think about what DC has released. They they released a very crumpled edit of Zack Snyder's Batman vs. Superman. Uh, they made a mockery out of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and had Joss Whedon, uh, who has done like a lot of good stuff, even though like apparently he's a bad person. Uh, he, he's made a lot of good stuff. And uh, then uh, they released Suicide Squad, which was not a comedy. Uh, and then... Last Minute was made a comedy, and those jokes didn't fall through. Uh, Jared Leto said there's an air cut that's really good. I- I'm interested in seeing... Um, to be honest, though, like they say, this is the director's cut. Shouldn't the director's cut be the movie? That, that should be... That should be... Mac. Uh, but even though I'm talking way too much about this, how bad is this fucking movie if it's so bad that they won't even release it, and, but they released uh, the David Ayer's Suicide Squad? That's, that's a question I want to have. Now I want to see this movie. I want to see how bad it is. Um, and then I want to compare it to Morbius, because that movie was fucking awful. Uh, so awful that they had to release it in theaters twice for some fucking reason. <laughs> we were like, everyone's into this movie now because of the jokes. We're like, no, that's not the reason. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't ever do that. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge says playing Stifler's mom in American Pie helped her sex life. This is straight from CNN. Okay, this is like a really good news network. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge says her memorable role in raunchy teen comedy American Pie came with benefits, and she's not talking about her residual checks. The actor who played Jeannie Stifler, better known as Stifler's mom, in the movie told Variety that she got a lot of sexual action from American Pie. In the movie, Coolidge's character was a fling with her son, Steve Stifler's Sean William Scott's classmate, Paul Finch, played by Eddie K. Thomas. Uh... There were so many benefits to doing that movie, Coolidge said. I mean, there would be like 200 people that I would never have slept with. Coolidge also talked about her role as Tanya McCoy in the HBO series White Lotus and how she shows creator Mike White believes so could do not so she could do the role. I mean, learn how to. I'm having a rough time reading today, folks. I don't know. That's going to be a rough news segment. I have done one thing really right in my life. She said, I picked great friends. If Mike was never uh, successful and we just did White Lotus as a play in a little theater where everybody paid 10 bucks to see it, it would still be one of the greatest things that ever happened to me because it was a killer job that no one else thought I could do. She almost turned down the role because she thought she wasn't in good enough shape. I wanted to look a certain way when you're on film. I want. I was not ready for this cool opportunity. It goes to show you should always be in the best shape because you don't know, she said, adding that a friend convinced her to take the role. It's a miracle that happened. What a fluke, you know? Uh, she said, I just can't believe it. White Lotus returns to the sex season this fall. Okay, so I'm just a little, a little promo for White Lotus I just gave. Uh, for no one. Um, you know, it, it's so it's so weird. First of all, let's let's also talk about this. Um, women should women should be allowed to fuck as much as men do. I don't. I hate that we we like chastise women who are like, oh, that fucking stupid fucking analogy. Like uh, a key that opens a lot of locks is a good key, but a lock 
that gets opened by a lot of keys is a shitty lock. I'm like, okay. That's a great way to describe human fucking beings uh, for us. Anyways, though, I hate that fucking analogy so much, but, uh, you know, I feel like women should be able to fuck as much as men want to. You know? It's like, if a guy sleeps with 50 women, that's a cool guy. If a woman sleeps with 50 men, what a fucking whore. I'm like, stop slut-shaming women. Sluts are cool. We all know that. Oh, you meet a woman, and she's like, I'll suck your dick right now. I'm like, that's cool. Let's, let's keep her around. But, like, we also were like, ooh, but I don't want her to, I, I want to be the only dick she's ever sucked. I'm like, what? You can't have your cake and eat it, too, which is also a weird analogy. Let's also think about it. You get a cake, you can't eat it, though. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who made that? Who made up that fucking analogy? Um, anyways, though, so, uh, yeah, no, it's awesome that she got... Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, she was the mom in A Cinderella Story with Hilary Duff and Chad Michael Murray. That's, that's how I know her. Um, American Pie, I feel like that was, like, ten years before me. Uh, I bet if I watch those movies, maybe we should do a movie review of American Pie. Uh, I bet, I bet it'd be pretty good. Um, anyways, though. I wonder what, what streaming service is American Pie on? Let's, let's take a, let's take a look at Google. Let's see if my, the light on my face changes. It did not. Uh, <laughs> It opened up on the other screen. American Pie. Uh, what streaming service is it on? Do we have a streaming service? Do we have a streaming service? Um, I don't know. I've uh, typed in American Pie S. Uh, Stifler's mom. Like that's what we're talking about right now. Um, it's gonna tell us if it's on Netflix or anything. Oh, my, it's on, it's on Peacock? Oh, it had a, has a fucking, uh, Schitt's Creek. <laughs> Not David, um, who's the dad from Schitt's Creek? He's on that movie, I totally forgot. And, uh, anyways, though, um, I'm a little off topic right now. Anyways, though, ladies... Fuck anyone you want. Who fucking gives a shit? I give you the approval to fuck anyone you want. Specifically me, too. Um, I'm involved in that. Show me your tits. Uh, we'll talk about me seeing tits later in the episode, so. Uh, anyways. I feel like a woman. A real woman. God, I was doing Don't Be Stingy. Anyways, though, um, let's move on. Demi Lovato is using she slash her pronouns again. Some from our friends at Uproxx meaning we don't know them at all. In May 2021, Demi Lovato revealed she identified as non-binary and she had started using they-them pronouns. Now, though, things have changed again. Lovato has returned to using she-her pronouns. In a recent interview on the Spout podcast, host Tamara Dia noted she didn't fully understand the idea of they-them pronouns and asked Lovato for an explanation while answering the question. Lovato revealed her new pronouns switched, saying uh, this is via ET. Uh, hopefully, I think that's Entertainment Tonight. Um, yeah, so they, them is, um, I've actually adopted the pronouns of she, her again. So for me, I'm such a fluid person that I don't really, I don't find that I am. I felt like, especially last year, my energy was balanced in my masculine and feminine energy so that when 
I was faced with the choice of walking into a bathroom and it said women and men. I didn't feel like there was a bathroom for me because I didn't feel necessarily like a woman. I didn't feel like a man. I just felt like a human. Uh, and that's what they, them is about for me. It's just about like feeling human or at your core. Recently, I've been feeling more feminine and so I've adopted she, her again. But I think what's important is like nobody's perfect. Everyone messes up pronouns at some point and especially when people are learning, it's just all about respect. The pronouns on Lovato's Instagram account are currently they, them, she, her, although out notes that change was actually made in late April. The Spout interview is the first time Lovato has spoken publicly about the shift. Okay. I'm always, like, interested in shit like this. You know, I, like, part of me, part of me it's, like, learning, and part of me is just, like, let's have some critical thoughts here. Uh, and I guess I have to say I'm liberal, uh, two, so you all know, I don't, I don't fucking, I just, I, I had, I recently had to change states again, and I had to vote in primaries, and, uh, the guy I voted for didn't win, because I voted Democrat, and my mom voted on the Republican side, because she didn't want this, like, uh, super, uh, pedophile guy to be running again, and she's like, man, my battle was pretty long, I was like, uh, mine's pretty short, <laughs> mine was pretty short, I voted Democrat, um, so, we get more into it, we, we see, I see this shit, you know, you know, and I generally have friends who identify as non-binary. They they go by they them, and I always try to respect them. And from the most part, from me being friends with them, that's the nice thing about being friends with diverse people, is that I genuinely believe that they identify as non-binary. And I'm not like you're trying to get attention. You're doing this for some bullshit. You're mentally ill. Yada yada yada. You know, not so because you know when when you talk about the actual. When you talk about trans people, like actual trans people, that's not what I was trying to say. Um, we talk about trans people I know, you know, they're born like, yeah, you know, whenever, since I was kind of young, I've always had this kind of like weird feeling inside me that I was just, you know, I'm supposed to be a woman. And, though, and then I had this dick hanging around and I, I wasn't a big fan of it. And you know, I wasn't a big fan of that. And I didn't have boobs. And I was like, I feel like I need to have boobs. And, because uh, I'm a guy who has boobs, and I was like, I don't feel like I need to have boobs. <laughs> so, I, I get, <laughs> I get that pain. Uh, stuff like that. So, you, you generally, like, you know, you know I, was, I feel like I was born a woman, and I've been feeling this way, like, my entire life, but I've kind of had to, like, shove it down for the most part, but now, I, I said, fuck it, and I'm gonna start getting some surgeries to feel comfortable. I was like, good for you. So, like, it's stuff like that, you're like, you know, I get that, and I'm like, that's fine, you know? And I, everyone, some people are like, that makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, you don't have to fuck them. I feel like that's probably what you're thinking. Like, you think, like, you have to fuck them. You don't have to fuck them. Um, then you get to non-binary. It's like, it, it feels like, and I, and I 100%, I, I say this all the time. Uh, if you put she slash they in your bio, you're doing that for fucking attention. That makes no fucking sense. That, yeah, I'm a woman, but sometimes I'm not. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You... You can't just, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't get into the fluid, the fluidity, the gender fluidity shit. I'm like, that sounds fucking stupid. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like you are, I don't know, it's just an identity thing. Like, you just can't change your fucking identity like that without years of just learning and shit like that. I don't know, it's just weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's weird, and that's not what I'm trying to say. God damn it. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, I just feel like sometimes, uh, I, I, I generally do feel this, in that, 
I, I think there's a lot of people out there who genuinely are they, them. A lot of people I know personally who generally, generally are non-binary and should identify with they, them, and should live like that. But I do feel like there's a lot of people who want to identify with the non-binary people because they think it gives them attention, it makes them unique, and it makes them their personality. And that shit just fucking annoys me because it makes my actual friends who do identify as non-binary not necessarily... Uh, taken seriously. So, um, in my mind, if you want to be non-binary just for the attention, stop that fucking shit. Because it's disrespectful to a lot of people who actually need it. So. (sighs) Alright, our last article. From uh, Am I Right Times? E-M-I-R-I-T-E. Am I Right Times? Frank Ocean is selling gold and diamond cock rings. Uh, Frank Ocean's luxury brand Homer has released a new collection of accessories featuring pendants, earrings, a keychain, and the XXXL H-Bone Ring, a diamond-encrusted 18-karat gold cock ring. Prices range from $310, the A-OK keychain is silver, to $25,570, the cock ring featuring 60 lab-grown princess-cut diamonds. The collection is available online or at the Homer brick-and-mortar store in New York City by appointment. Take a look at some of the collection below. Ocean launched Homer last August with a collection of printed silk scarves and jewelry pieces. The store currently listed a white gold necklace and nearly 14,000 diamonds for more than $650,000. His last album was 2016's Blonde. In April 2020, he released two new songs, Dear April and Keita Kando, I never knew how to say that word. Um, he was originally scheduled to headline Coachella 2020 when the festival was canceled. His performance was moved to 2023. Check out a visit to Homer, Frank Ocean's new York's luxury store on the pitch. Homer's XXXL H-Bone Ring, a $25,000, $570 diamond and gold ring meant to be worn on the penis, courtesy of Homer. The Dolly Pendant in gold, $9,285, and the AOK Pendant with gems, $3,010, courtesy of Homer. Yeah, this sounds like jewelry, some asshole who does have the money. I don't know. There is something. I do say I love Frank Ocean. And uh, first of all, I was like very much like working on saving up to go to Coachella 2020. And I'm like, Frank Ocean is headlining a festival. And I'm like, Coachella is not really my scene. Uh, Unless I was playing at Coachella, I would not just go there. Um that's actually every music festival out there. If I'm not playing at it, I'm not going to it. But um, Coach, I was like, oh, I think I need to save money and like start going to this because this may be the only opportunity I have to see Frank Ocean. And then the world ended, uh, and we're just on the outskirts of it. And I'm just making pod. I'm just here behind a microphone while the world burns. Um, and it was though, uh, yeah. So, but also though, I'm going more into like the jewelry type shit. Um, I feel like there is something to where like. People who try to wear a lot of flashy jewelry uh, just recently got money or trying to be rich were actual rich people just wear fucking like sweatpants and a t-shirt everywhere because it's like, I have the money. I don't need to show off that I have money. I'm fine with the money. I don't need to show off to people I have money. So I feel like this is a brand that's, that's like that. Uh, regardless though, Frank Ocean, please release another album. Um, I've, I've finished all my tears to Blonde. Uh... I've made girls listen to it too many times, uh, and we're not together anymore. So you need to release new music, Frank Ocean. Please stop making... I know you're doing this to make money, because you're probably not making money off anything else. 
I, I, I am always surprised how Frank Ocean is making money. I'm just like, I haven't this song in forever, but I guess he's still getting, like, money from past songs like he was Ghostwriter for. It's very interesting. Anyways, though. Um, Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Let's just end it right there. Let's just end it just like that. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are, in fact, the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. I have to talk about the crazy fucking weekend that I had. And uh, it was, su it was <laughs> and the sad part is it was crazy. It wasn't bad. It was just kind of a little crazy. So I've been, uh, you know, I've been, I started playing in this, like, just cover band. I'm, I haven't really been promoting anywhere shows uh, up, like, on this podcast because it's pretty, it's pretty local and, I don't know, demographic-wise. It's not, like, it's not necessarily smart to be saying all these shows that we're doing with this. And they're also in bars that supposedly should, should be having people come into them or else they're not doing a very good job. Uh, with their business, so I haven't really been promoting this band too much on this podcast, but uh, I'll, I, I will probably talk here and there about uh, this band I've been playing in. They're they're really good guys. It's not like trying to super wise keep it a secret. It's more or less uh, something like pretty local where it's like I should just let you know local people know if they should come out or not, you know, and if it's in a bar. Or, like, a, and sometimes, like, private events, and I always hate it when, like, you see, like, some artists and, like, you're, or even I'm friends, artists I'm friends with, and they'll, like, post their, like, uh, the dates they're doing, like, what bars they're playing at, and then they'll post, like, private party on, like, a day. I'm like, why are you just, 
putting on that date private party. Um, like the only time that's important is if it's someone booking for you and someone's looking at dates you're available and they see private party that you're booked for a private party. It's the only time it's available. You don't need to let the public know. Plan a private party today. Just want to let everyone know. Hello, everyone. Today I am playing a private party, and none of you motherfuckers are invited. Um, anyways, though. So, yeah, that's, that's probably why. You, like, you'll hear me say I've been playing bass with a band, but I don't know how much I will be saying about said band on this podcast. Uh, but anyways, though, uh, we played, we played like a show on Friday and Saturday, and both shows were pure chaos. Pure chaos in what I describe as in uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of fucking crazy people, a lot of crazy fucking situations, and uh, you know what? And I really like that. Um, so I guess, yeah, I better get, just, I should just get started into uh, kind of what was going on with this, uh, this entire weekend. Um, first of all, Friday, we played at a biker rally in this really small town, and you know, some small towns are nice. Uh, not this small town. This small town uh, is notoriously known for not being nice. Um, and it was it was a biker rally, and uh, I everything I expected to happen happened, um, and more, which is which is a lot, which is which is a good thing uh, in regards to uh, you know talking about how uh, things were going. So. So yeah, basically, if I could describe this biker rally, it is if it is it is as if a a cigarette was an event. Now I have been corrected in saying uh, a cheap brand of cigarettes, but I cannot remember that cheap brand of cigarettes. I've never really been a cigarette guy. I, I kind of I don't know. The part of me is like I wish I was into cigarettes, and also it's like uh, no, they're pretty bad for you. Uh, I have vaped before, where it's like you know you have friends who smoke and you're drunk and you're like oh, I'll take a cigarette. Uh, but I've never been, like, just at home alone, like, you know what, I need a cigarette right now. Um, I have vaped before, and that's nice, because you don't have to go outside to that. Uh, was like, I guess I, I never was, I couldn't even, still couldn't even really get into that. Really couldn't get into vaping, either. Um, anyways, though, um, so, so we do this biker rally, and, like, we know kind of beforehand, like, we were told beforehand, like, you know, we usually take breaks, you know, uh, around an hour into each individual part of it or whatever. Uh, but uh, we were told that every hour on the hour, they would be doing a new contest. Um, this is a two-day event. Uh, we were only playing one day of this. Uh, so, uh, But we looked on the website. I looked on the website. Like, Let's look at the events that I saw uh, for this, this, uh, this bike rally. Here's all the events. Wet t-shirt contest. Wet boxer contest. Sexy beard, hula dancing, pole dancing, and pickle licking. Pick pickle licking, pickle lick, licking. Um. Anyways, though, we were there for majority of these contests. I, there may have been more. I may have just not written them down. But uh, we showed up. We were there for wet T-shirt, wet boxer, sexy beard, hula dancing, and hula dancing. Uh, I know pole dancing and pickle licking. There may have been another one. I just did not write down. Uh, but anyways, though, so that was interesting. So, um, initially we, I was just like, we saw pickle looking contest and we're like, first of all, all these like contests are just like, why are these so sexual? Like it's way too aggressively sexual. This is like, I made a joke about a very sad, made a sexual joke about, 
I'm going to make, what are the most sexual contests I can think of? And I just, they're doing it. Um, anyways, though, we, we try to get the guitar player in the band uh, to do, uh, you know, and then if there's something crazy, you know, a crazy situation, I mean, I always say, what do I have to get you or pay you, yada, 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 or convince you to, or do, to convince you uh, to participate in this pickle-licking contest? And uh, I like to play that game with everyone. Because a lot of times, you, you kind of, you know, it's something, someone's like, you have to pay me $30 million. You're like, okay. I mean, I mean that's that's realistic. And it's like, um, you know, and you play the game, it's like, how, how, much, how much money do I have to pay you to... Give some give you give a random ass dude a hand job, and surprisingly enough, it's usually around like two months of like people's like bills. It's usually that amount, just a hand job for guys. It was like I can give a guy a hand job for like what, like two months of rent and bills and shit like that. <laughs> like, and you think about it, blow job, and then you say hand job because you think for guys it's like you think hand job, then blow job, uh, and then I guess sex. That's that's our line of thinking, and it's like. The, the gap between handjob and blowjob is significant. Um, very significant. Um, and I guess some guys will put kissing in there, too. And, like, I mean, if it's not, like, tongue shit, like, I'll just go fucking give him a little peck on the cheek, you know? It's not a big fucking deal. Um, but, no, uh, off topic to what I'm talking about. It is funny how for men and women, uh, the difference between men and women, Men remember their first blowjob very fondly, but women will women will think of their first kiss in the same way a man thinks of their first blowjob, which is the funniest shit to ever think about. Because like a blow, some people think like okay, a blowjob is like a very big deal, but then then for guys it's like a blowjob is a big deal, but a kiss is like not a big deal. First kiss not a big deal for women. Like, their first kiss is everything, but their first blowjob is, like, like getting the, I don't know, and then, I don't know what the blowjob means, oh, an actual blowjob means for women, but, but for men, it's the same as a first kiss for women. Um, that's off topic, anyways, we can move on. Um, anyways, though, but no, the only contest they had the night we played there, wet t-shirt and boxer, was, I kind of did, like, the same time, sexy beard, which is, like, the first event, and then the hula dancing one. Um, so, uh. Apparently, uh, during the hula dancing segment of, uh, of the, the contest, apparently every year at this festival, or biker rally or whatever, um, the, this, this one guy just gets naked, and you just see his dick, and he just flops his dick around everywhere and, and shit like that. That's, he just does this shit every year. Um, and uh, basically, when they were doing the hula dancing, they got like a bunch of like cheap-ass like coconut bras and uh, hula skirts and stuff like that, and they just expected, like, you know, women to put it over their, what they're already wearing and shit like that. This guy just got naked and then, like, put the hula skirt on and the coconut bra. We saw his dick. Um, and people are probably gonna be asking me, like, how hard is this dick? And I'm gonna tell you, um, we didn't see it hard. So, it looked okay. It's bigger than my flaccid dick, I will tell you that. Uh, his flaccid dick was bigger than my dick flaccid. Which, you can't compare men's flaccid dicks to each other. You can only compare men's hard dicks to each other, uh, ladies. So, don't be like that. If you walk in a guy changing... Ladies, if you walk in, a guy, walk in on a guy changing, and he's changing and his dick is flaccid, like, don't judge him. Don't judge a man's flaccid dick. Um, we don't judge your meat curtains, so... Uh, we, don't, we don't judge... You know, we don't judge that. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, they had the, that concert. Then they had the wet boxer contest. Uh, we saw that guy's dick again. It was just one guy. We saw this. We saw one guy's dick. We saw one guy's dick, and I was like, okay. And it's like, I mean, like it wasn't like it wasn't sad, flaccid, but I mean, I mean, most flaccid dicks are sad, but like some guys like flaccid and erect dicks are the same size, and I think that was the same. And if it's the same size, flaccid and erect, that was a pretty sad dick. Um, but I'm also used to seeing porn dicks, which are just fucking massive third legs. So maybe you don't, maybe don't listen to me when I say that. Maybe I'm not inspecting a lot of dicks. Actually, we should get a bunch of doctors be like, what are, what do dicks actually look like? Uh, they'll be like, uh, yeah, there's like 30 guys in porn right now with massive hogs. Uh, everyone else is just normal. (laughs) Everyone else is like, looks very small compared to them. Everyone's like, oh, okay, okay. I get that. Um. Well, then we get to the best part of the evening. And I'm telling you, this was the best part of that evening. Uh, the wet t-shirt contest. Um, and we were watching this. Um, so, like, you know, we had to play. Then they had a fucking contest, play, contest. And so, like, the contest was technically our breaks in between uh, all these songs and shit like that. And when we got to the wet t-shirt contest, uh, everyone in the band was like, you know, we're all getting paid to be here right now. And we were like... Yeah, we're getting paid to watch a wet t-shirt contest. Now, let's also keep in mind that I am uh, mentally ill, and I like to make people laugh. So I decided to say, you know, that's someone's daughter up there. <laughs> just, just to ruin everyone's even like, that's someone's daughter up there. Um, and, you know, everyone was just laughing at that shit. Anyways, though, uh, there was, I got to talk about this chick. Um um, basically, basically, basically how these wet t-shirt contests end, at least the one I saw. Um, this is the only wet t-shirt contest I've ever been to. Like I said, I, I, I grew up Christian, uh, and I did a lot of Christian shit, and I was like, I'm not going to a wet t-shirt contest. No, I, I just don't give a shit. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to see a wet t-shirt contest, but, uh, I was getting paid to be there, so I got paid to see some tits. Uh, speaking of tits, though, uh, how this all ended is everyone just showed their tits on stage, so that's how, that's how the fucking show ended. Um, that's basically that. So they're trying to pick a winner out of that. Um, speaking of, there were, so people were like, you know, people, I say I was at a biker rally and they had a wet t-shirt contest and most people are going to say, but were they quality tits? Let's discuss this, uh, air of ways that you've been trying to talk to me right now. What? Uh, so, so most of the tits, you know, some, you know, most, most, and I want to talk about body standards for a second, like. First of all, this is a biker rally in bumfuck Missouri. Don't expect, like, a ton of quality tits. Now, however, there were two girls up there, very attractive, but they, they were very s- small, petite women. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, hey, I feel like your boobs should match your body. And so, you know, I'm not, like, a big, like, if your boobs match your body, it's okay with me. Uh, and the two, two hot ones were, like, small, petite kind of girls. And uh, their boobs matched their body. Uh, a couple... Couple girls had okay ones, you know. One chick in particular, I have to talk about, and this was the this is what made the night super fucking crazy, is that she um, she took off her top very fucking quickly, um, and I can't imagine this woman has more than two brain cells. I can't even imagine this woman has the ability to speak. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not trying to shame anyone here. This is a shame free podcast. We're not shaming. 
anyone here. We're not shaming anyone for what we're doing here. I am just stating what the fuck I saw at this this fucking biker rally. Anyways, though, her her top was off pretty much day one. Uh, later on throughout the evening, and like I'm telling you, she probably has two brain cells. I'm telling you, there's not a lot going on in her brain. I don't even think she has the ability to talk. I'm just describing the situation. She, uh, throughout the evening, I guess her pants come off, and it's just her in panties, uh, and eventually everything comes off. I'm telling you, everything comes off. Uh, she is buck naked. B-U-C-K naked? Is that, or buck, it's buck naked, right? I think that's the correct term. It is buck naked. Um, she is buck naked right now. This is outside. This is... (laughs) I mean, everyone sees her. This woman just got buck naked. And you're like, was it hot? No, it wasn't. It was not hot. I'm telling you. Um, this woman, I'm not saying she's ugly. At the same time, I'm saying I didn't have a boner looking at her. I'm just... Folks, I'm I'm ruining my life here. I mean, this show is called Cancel Shweezy. We know you'll know what you fucking click. You clicked on my dumb fucking face. You know what you fucking clicked on. Don't fucking be like, can't believe you're saying this shit right now. I'm like, you know what the you clicked on me first. Um, yeah, and uh, surprisingly enough, <laughs> she was clean shaven down there, and uh, it didn't look like uh, I was eating at Arby's. Uh, saying that, like, it was a very, it was, it was one of those kind of vaginas, too, and she was clean-shaven. Very weird. And now, you know, I'm not trying to shame anyone with meat curtains, even though I did get brisket the other day at a barbecue restaurant, and I'm like, everything reminds me of her. <laughs> that, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's just shit, uh, funny. But anyways, though, no, we were, I was like, I, t- I told everyone else I was with, I was like, I'm really surprised she's clean-shaven down there. That, that's, uh, probably the most surprising part. Of this entire evening. Um, anyways, though, um, funny enough, uh, the girl who um, did not give me a boner and uh, who took off all her clothes, uh, everyone else kept like their pants on and just their shirts was off. We just we just saw just a very good tit show. <laughs> uh, we just saw just a bunch of tits, um, and so. So the chick, um, like I'm talking to you about, who's completely shaven down there, who got completely naked, uh, two brain cells, did not give me a boner. Uh, she won, and I can't imagine she won out of anything but sadness. Like, like yeah, I think this this competition who was, was basically, and it was supposed to be like, oh man, this is really cool, this is really hot. Uh, we're seeing some chicks with tits dancing and shit like that. It's really fun. And then that chick was like, uh, this is making me really sad. Let's just let her win out of sadness. You know, um, this isn't, this isn't really, it's, it's like the, hate to say this, but it was like the, when you have the special ed kid in PE class and like, you just, you know, you're playing kickball and you just let him on base. That's the situation that went on there. I'm telling you folks, um, uh, and then, then we go on to the, after that, we go on to the rest of the night. Um, so there's this chick, um, she told us her name was Virginia and I really don't give a, f- I usually don't try to like dox people, but her name was Virginia. I, I don't know what to tell you, uh, but she decided at first it looked like she was just talking to the singer in the band just cause she wanted to fuck. Um, she got the vibes from him and he wanted to fuck, but he was not like not into it. Um, but anyways, we're like just trying to, we finished playing, we're just trying to pack up, 
and she like, oh no, I have to tell you about this chick. Um, one, oh, I forgot to tell you about this chick. For, I'm so sorry, everyone, uh, for cutting me off guard. One chick was just fucking out of it. Uh, she was drunk and probably on some other drug. Uh, I can't really think it's pot because I feel like pot and alcohol are just they just too contradict each other too much. It was something like alcohol, but it like enhanced the alcohol. I'm thinking a little meth. Anyways, though, she did. Um, she she fell over. <laughs> During the wet t-shirt contest, uh, she didn't really show her tits then, but she fell off the stage, uh, which was a trailer, it was like a flatbed trailer, uh, into a trash can, ass first, legs in, arms, head in the air. It was fucking hilarious. Later in the evening, uh, she showed us her tits because she wanted us to do an encore, and then we're like, all right, we'll do an encore. Uh, and then uh, she fell on our guitar player's pedal boards, and our guitar player uh, really does like do a good job, and like, I'm going to buy like really good equipment and shit like that and you fell on the pedal board and like he didn't help her up but i was like i get that i'll help her up because uh, maybe she'll show me her tits again um anyways though she she didn't and i was like can i touch them and she's like no oh, all right um and so that was that chick that she was she was fucking hilarious and uh on some drugs uh there was another chick yeah virginia let's go back to virginia uh virginia was there um uh, uh, Virginia, um, I was wearing my D.A.R.E. shirt because I thought it would be funny at this event. Uh, D.A.R.E., and it's, a, it's like D.A.R.E., you know, the program to keep kids off drugs. I thought it was just funny to wear. And uh, she's like, I bet you do tons of drugs. And then she was like, do you actually have any drugs? I'm like, no, I don't have any drugs. And it's funny with me because, like, I'll smoke weed if offered and I'm not working. And uh, I'll drink alcohol uh, uh, safely. And she's like, you know, if I'm working, you know, different, it's always different when you're working and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't have any other drugs. I don't even carry weed with me. Like, calm your fucking tits. Um, and then she was just a vulnerable because she was trying to talk to the lead singer, trying to fuck him. And then uh, she sat on our drummer's, like, drum stool. Like, she's like, I want to play your drum set. And he's like, no, fucking get off my drum set. And then we're, like, quoting uh, fucking stepbrothers. Like, get your, did you put your nutsack on my drum set? And she's just getting pissed off. And I'm like, I'm like, she's kind of annoying us. Like, it's. You know, it's it's different, and this is going to be in another story later, but, like, when we're trying to load up, we're just trying to fucking load up. We're not trying to fucking entertain anyone. Like, if you want to have, like, a good conversation with someone, like, you can have that with us, but you should probably also help us with some shit. Um, anyways, though, and uh, I saw she was annoying our drummer, so I was like, I'm going to be an asshole. And so I was like, hey, uh, can you go let Candace know this? And she's like, who's Candace? I'm like, Candy's nuts fit in your mouth? And I got her foot that. I'm going to tell you all of those D's nuts joke I got sure. I made a list. I made a list of all the D's nuts joke I got her with. Uh, I got her with Candace two times. Not just once. I got her with Candace twice. Uh, this was how out of place she was. I got her with Bofa. The drummer was trying to, you know, it was like a, I was like, that's a drum part. The Bofa. Hey, don't mess up with the Bofa. It's like, what's the Bofa? Both of these nuts in your mouth. That's for sure. Ligma, don't mess with the ligma. First, she didn't like. It was like ligma, don't mess, don't, don't mess with the ligma. The drummer was like, don't, yeah, the ligma's gonna break. And it took us a little bit of time. And then she said, um, "What's the ligma? Ligma balls." <laughs> I fucking got her with that. Uh, and, I was, and then you know, I was like, "Hey, pop quiz, what's the restaurant that has the baconator?" And she's like, "Wendy's." I'm like, Wendy's nuts gonna fit in your mouth. And then the ever classic Joe. I'm like, you know, Joe. And she's like, "Who's Joe? Joe, mama." That's right, and then eventually she went away. We pissed her off enough, and like, it's funny because the singer and guitar player are uh, generally normal people, and me and the drummer are kind of ass like that asshole goofballs, and so like it was just fucking. 
goofing around all the time, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, cool. And like, they're just fucking losing their shit right now because they're not used to like people like me. Anyways, though, that was an interesting evening. We saw some tits. We got paid to see tits. Uh, we got fat chicks off of drum stools. So it was a fun night. Then we go to Saturday. Now, Saturday was mostly normal. Uh, we were playing at a barbecue restaurant, small town. Barbecue, phenomenal. I will say this. The food there was phenomenal. I would dox the restaurant. Uh, but uh, the story I'm about to tell is not something they would probably like me. Uh, doing with that restaurant. Anyways, though, I bought, I got brisket. And I was like, I was going to pay. I thought I was going to pay for the brisket. And they're like, oh, the, the band gets food for free. And I was like, oh, geez, I probably shouldn't have picked the most expensive thing on the menu. Anyways, I got the brisket. And I was like, everything reminds me of her. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no. You know, for, for the most part, here we go. So it was just a normal gig uh, at a restaurant, a uh, barbecue restaurant outside on their patio. And, their, and so some guy comes up and he tells us his name is Trash. So at this, it's not in my mind. I'm like, I know this guy. There's, there's something going on with this guy. The rest of the band, it took him a minute, but uh, they will get to it. Uh, this guy named Trash is like, hey, if I give you guys $20, can I play harmonica and sing with you? And we're like, and I was just like, yeah, this isn't going to be. I, and I've, you know, We've all played a lot of gigs, but I kind of—I was kind of the common room, like, this isn't going to be that bad. And so he came out, played with us, and uh, he said it was like a G blues, and I was like, it was, this is not a G blues. Um, but anyways, though, he played his marker, and he's like, these guys are so good. The bass player is just like the best bass player. That was me. I was the best player. Guitar player, our actual, our actual guitar player is like really good. Uh, I, will, I will say that. Uh, but don't let him know that. Don't, don't let him know. Don't, don't let him know I said that. Uh, and stuff like that. So then he goes back to his thing. You know, it was fun. We made, got 20 bucks in tips. That means four-piece band. We all got $5. Um, you know. Uh, and I, and, you know, I went up to our drummer. Uh, and I was like, this guy's going to be pretty annoying the rest of the night. <laughs> so I knew. I knew in my head. I'm like, this guy's going to be annoying the rest of the night. And I was like, yeah, well, I agree. Um, so a bit later, uh, I guess we go on our one of our breaks. And then me and the singer go up to get, like, drinks. Uh and then, like, the bartender at this this place was like, oh, you got to deal with that guy. And he was like, and so she told us, like, the entire story of what's going on with this guy, Trash. He, he told us his name was Trash. So we're going to tell him that. Uh, and he's like, so in this town, it's, it was a pretty small town. Uh, he's got He got kicked out of the other two bars in town. There's only two bars in town. This place isn't really a bar. It's a barbecue restaurant that does have a bar. And it's not even, like... He doesn't stay open that late as a bar. Like they in like they just started doing live music at their place and stuff. And so uh, and they told us he got kicked out of the other two bars. And they also described one of the other bars. And like this is what they said. This is not what I said. This is what they said. That the other bar is like ground zero for hepatitis. That's what they said. Um, I know where ground zero for fucking COVID was. I can dare very much give you a couple places for that. Uh, but that they also told us like he's a professional musician, which like he did play harmonica and sing with us, and he wasn't that bad. But like to be honest, like the way he he was playing harmonica and singing, like that's just basic karaoke. And I also you kind of just sometimes you play gigs and you just kind of zone out a lot of times. And it's like you're not. I've been playing music for so long. It's like I can play something. I can just zone out for a minute. Anyways, though, he said he was like uh, he was a professional musician. He said he was mastering jujitsu. And he was a billionaire web designer, uh, and he moved from to this small town from Tampa. So it's like, okay. Um, I'll, and eventually we all figured out, I'm like, this guy is fucking out of his mind. Uh, later the night went on, like, we knew, like, this guy is fucking drunk as shit. 
uh, and stuff like that. And he's like these two random guys at the bar, and it's just guys just like, and these guys are just sitting there and watching to us. And I think one of them ended up just being like a pothead, just like smoking weed, and he's like, "Yeah, I like this. This was fun." And, like we talked to him later in the evening. I'm like, "Yeah, man, thanks for coming out." Um, you know, stuff like that. Him and he's like two other guys were like, "There's CIA people in the CIA trying to assassinate him," and he was talking about like, "I'm going to make you a website." Let's like worth over two million dollars no website has ever been made that's over two million dollars amazon isn't worth is amazon the website over worth over two million dollars it i you know i feel like it's good but it's also like majority of it's a search engine so how much is I, okay anyways at this point i i actually figured out this dude was probably schizophrenic uh, I don't think anyone else is in the band has figured that out. And he's also drunk. So a drunk schizophrenic. Let's just see how this goes. Um, then we get to the end of the end of the show. And, like, we're just trying to back up. And, like, dude comes back out, just starts fucking talking to us about just his nonsense. And, well, I'm going to make you a website for $2 million. You just need to pay me 10%. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, first of all, I can go on Wix, make a website, and then it's, like, $15 a month. I'm like, don't you... It minus like ten dollars for the domain name. It's like it's not that big of a deal, and we're like, oh, just make one go, daddy. Fuck go, daddy. I'm like Jesus, um, and uh, drummer's like, if we have to, I will punch this guy. Um, if shit goes down, I'm like, uh, how about I just piss him off? Um, he doesn't seem like an aggressive type, so I just start asking him dumbass fucking questions. So like first, I'm like, so do you have a girlfriend, man? And he's like, yeah, I have a wife of thirty five years and three girlfriends. And then he's like, I don't know, something like, okay. Let's build off this conversation. Let's make him talk about himself because, like, if he keeps asking us shit, it's going to get really annoying. I'm like, okay, um, so are you into, like, polyamory or something like that? Are you one of those poly people? And he's like, no, uh, I don't fuck animals. What? <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, I did have to explain to him, like, polyamory is not uh, fucking animals. It's having multiple partners, <laughs> like, which he currently does have, apparently. He has three girlfriends and a wife of over 35 years. And he did tell us he was 66, which makes me a little upset because my dad died uh, the day before he turned 64. And uh, I was like, you know, my dad was a smarter guy than this guy. Somehow this guy gets to fucking live. Um, uh, later, And then, yeah, and obviously me and the drummer. I got the drummer into D's Nuts joke, so I started trying to win. I'm like, hey, man, what's the place who... Uh, has those square burgers, has a baconator and shit like that. And he's like, Crystal, no. Uh, White Castle, no. Uh, and then he says, I can't remember the other one. I'm like, well, they have, like, a girl, she has red hair. Uh, McDonald's, I'm like, that's a fucking clown with red hair. It's completely off. Eventually he gets to uh, Wendy's, and then we're like, Wendy's nuts gonna fit in your mouth. We just kept getting with those, and I think it just flew past his head and it wasn't worth it. Uh, then he, then he just, I think he forgot anything about it. It's like the drummer has the band's name on his drum, like his kick drum, which most bands do. And he's like, what's your guy's name? And it's like, yeah, we're from Omaha, Nebraska. We're just packing up because we've got a long drive to go. And we're not from Omaha, Nebraska, first of all. And then, uh, I was like, what's your band's name? And we gave him the band name of another band that's in the area. And funny enough, one of the rack cases we have for the band, uh, actually has that, Actually has that band name has that band name on it, so I don't know how that that worked out. Um so yeah. Anyways though, fucking trash. Um he's gonna make a band website for a band we barely know. So uh yeah, it's gonna be pretty insane. Um last off I do want to talk about this. I did watch this show on Hulu under the banner of Heaven uh in, insane. Uh, I wanna talk about that. Uh this is the bio from Hulu. 
Starring Andrew Garfield, FX Under the Banner of Heaven, the limited series inspired by the bestseller by John Croker, Cracker, Krakower, uh, I don't know what I suppose, and follows the murder of Brenda Wright Lafferty and her baby daughter in, the su- in a suburb in the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, a detective, Jeb Pyre, investigates events that transpired. He uncovers buried truths about the origin of the LDS religion and the violent consequences of unyielding faith. It's very interesting. So it's based off like a real murder that happened uh, in real life, but it's also then a fictional story was made on top of that of a detective who did have to go through that. And he was, he's a very devout Mormon. One of the more, the the normal Mormons that exist today, uh, an adult. And so he's like struggling with that in his faith. And I thought it was very interesting, uh, because I wasn't, I was never a Mormon. Fuck that. Um, but, uh, it's very interesting to see someone struggle with their faith. Um, you know, Andrew Garfield's in this, Wyatt Russell's in this, some other actors in this, but those are the only two I know. And they're so fucking good in the series. Andrew Garfield just, I just fucking love him. I've loved him since Spider-Man. Uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye, he was so good. He was, you know, he was terrific in a fucking, uh, not louder than the words, that's one of the songs. Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, so good in that, fuck. Um, what was the, there was a, one other thing I was trying to say. Tick, Tick, Boom. I guess this is the, oh, wait, yeah, the, uh, Under the Banner of Heaven. This was the other one I was trying to talk about. He's so good. I, I, I will probably, Andrew Garfield is very similar to fucking Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I'll fucking watch anything those guys do. Um, why wrestle is so great too. I've, I haven't seen him in much things. I've seen him in this and I've seen him, uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. And, uh, basically he, he's so good because he just seems like a nice, like if you ever just listen to him in interviews, he's just like, seems like a friendly, normal guy, you know, just like very friendly, fun to hang out with and stuff like that. But you watch him act and you're like, this guy is about to fucking snap and just murder everyone in the room. And those are the two roles I was hearing, and I'm like, he's so fucking good at that. Because, like, you don't know what he's going to do. Because there's also, you have to think about in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is that he's under the face of being Captain America. But, like, he's a good guy, but he will just fucking do a bad thing. Like, his friend got murdered in Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and he just fucking murdered a guy, you know? It's just like, it's, he, he's very easy to snap. So I'm so excited to see White Russell and the Thunderbolts uh, he's gonna be so good in that shit. Um, first of all, I want to talk about uh, being Mormon or a Latter Day Saint. Some of this is some fundamental, some fun. Can I talk today? Fundamentalist bullshit. So, like, I don't want to like, I don't want to offend the Mormons, but I also want to let the Mormons know. Uh, regardless, I think your religion is a cult. Um, it's it's very. <laughs> I'm very. I'm, I'm very, I'm very much walking on eggshells here, like my song on Spotify, where um, I'm like, I want everyone to just have their own beliefs, but at the same time, uh, I don't want them to do toxic shit, I don't want them to be a bad person, shit like that, and so when I say this, that you should hear my contradictions to what being a Mormon is, just, just listen here. Some of these are fundamentalist stuff, I'll try to negotiate that. Uh, first of all, uh, especially in the series uh, Under the Banner of Heaven, they didn't let black people like be considered in the church until 1978. This this was a story based in the 80s, which wasn't a couple years after that. And so you have to know a lot of Mormons were probably not cool with that. And they considered having dark skin a curse, um, and like, especially with like uh, Native Americans as well. Uh, they thought that was a curse as well. They considered women second-class citizens, which I don't believe. I, I just think women are just people. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Um... In the also have to know Joseph Smith. He was very much a con artist. 
uh, and was clearly making a lot of the shit he believes up. So, yeah. Um, then they also have the, a lot of extremes of a purity culture and abuse, um, which, you know, I was in the normal, I was in non-denominational Christianity for a while, so I know that and was a little more extreme. You follow the bite model, uh, which is very much saying, like, what is and isn't a cult? Uh, Latter-day Saints, 100% a cult. Like, there's no, uh, and then a lot of the fundamentalist stuff. And I know you could say, well, the, the whole black people thing is fundamentalist, but, like, most of those people were a lot, like, are still alive today. And probably still believe that. They believe polygamy, which is good. Uh, and they believed in, like, if you have sex with a girl, you're legally married to them. And it's, like, they're 12, 14. Like, that's fucking gross, dude. Um, that is seriously fucking gross. Um, and that's why uh, I would never support Mormonism. Like, we don't believe in polygamy anymore. But, like, yeah. But most of those people who do are still alive. And, like, what was it, like, 1978? Those people aren't dead yet. A lot of those people aren't dead yet who still believe that shit. Um, you know, it goes through the Lafferty family. I, I would say watch this because it was basically the Lafferty, like two Lafferty boys and like basically raising a bunch of psycho Mormons. Uh, basically, they're the dad of the family or grandpa Amon. Like the son pissed him off and so he just tried to fucking beat them. And, you know, I, you know, I'm very much against beating children, but at the same time, you know, the Mormons are probably, like, honor your father and mother, but, you know, my dad's dead, but if my dad tried to fucking punch me as, like, a fucking adult, I'm like, I'll punch him fucking back. I'm like, I'm like, you know, at some point, like, your parents are getting old, and I'm like, and that's why I don't, you know, I obviously think uh, beating your children is wrong, and I don't think you should do that, but at some point, like, if you beat them when they're old enough, they're going to be stronger than you, and they're going to beat the shit out of you. And the fact that these kids held back is for so long. Uh, and then, like, the oldest one, Ron, basically killed his dad. Not super surprising to me. Uh, I would never let fucking an old... If, if, like, someone who's, like, 80, like, tried to fucking fight me, I would just fucking... I would break their bones. And I'm like, I don't care. I was, And I'll be like, it was self-defense. And then people were like, was it really self-defense? And I was like, yeah, it was. I'm not going to fight that. Uh, and shit like that, so... Uh, what? Yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, there was an awkward scene where Dan, um, Dan, not Ron, Wyatt Russell's character, which I love Wyatt Russell. I'm so excited to see him in the Thunderbolts or hopefully a new project coming up in the Marvel Universe. Like, he's trying to explain to his wife why he thinks polygamy is good. And it's like the cringiest scene. I love watching fucking cringy scenes on TV. And they both, and like him and I can't remember who the wife was played by, but they did so fucking good playing that scene. It was so good. Like, and I was like, you think it's okay to have an extra wife? I don't. He's like, but that's what Joseph Smith said. He wanted an extra wife, and Brigham Young wanted an extra wife. <laughs> Otherwise, but you're, like, the main wife. Like, Ugh, this is so cringy. I'm like, I can't stop watching this shit. Um, but overall, though, you know, this is very interesting because this whole show was about, uh, you know, a detective, uh, Jeb Pryor. A uh, Pryor? 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 Uh, like, going through, like, a crisis of faith and, like, questioning his belief in Mormonism and stuff like that. And, you know, someone who uh, grew up Christian, you know, I very much relate to a lot of the shit that, that's going on here. But uh, the the thing I love, though, is kind of like the last, I think it's the last episode of the series, series where they're trying to, like, solve the case at least. And, like, um, it was Detective Bill Taba, who was, like, Native American. I can't remember what 
specific tribe he was a part of, but they have like things with the Mormons, which Mormon history is so much of a thing of itself. Like it's so gross and dirty and bad. Uh, but he says this. He says this because I guess he grew up Catholic, but he's also his ancestors are Native American, so he hears those stories as well. He says this quote, and I absolutely love it. I think it's okay to sing it now and then, even if I don't believe it has power anymore. He talks about like hymns in like Catholicism he used to sing and Native American folk tunes he used to sing as well. And you know, I think this is very interesting because you know I think about how. Like, I grew up Christian, and I do necessarily think about how Christianity has played a role in how I live my life, but I also don't know if I want to follow everything I've learned. I'm trying to unlearn and relearn multiple different things, but I think with Detective Bill Taba, when he says, I think it's okay to sing it now and then, even if I don't believe it has power anymore. I think... I love that quote. I definitely love the quote, and I definitely made an effort to have to Google it and write it down and stuff like that. And I do believe that is important. So, everyone, let's 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 end it here. Let's end this part here. I think it's okay to sing it now and then, even if I don't believe it has power anymore. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, it's time for Ask Shweezy, the part of the podcast. I almost didn't say part right, which is very insane. The part of the podcast where I answer your questions, answer everyone's questions, to make sure that your questions get answered. What? Uh, for the most part, make sure 
that everything gets figured out. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out all your shit. Anyways, though, let's just jump right into it. I just want to see what questions y'all have. Um, question number one we have for the day. Um, does paying for sex make me a bad person? Uh, That's rough, buddy. Uh, I was talking to a friend who said that she considered prostitution to be a form of sexual violence. She doesn't know about me, but it still felt like a punch to the gut. Prostitution is legal where I live, but her words made me reflect on my life choices. I have specific sexual needs. I am a gay man who is functionally asexual outside of his foot fetish. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And so being in a relationship tends to be a source of frustration for me. At first, I used to pay men on classified ads websites to model their feet for me, but that has since evolved into asking them to let me massage and kiss their feet at, at the end of the day. Some do it once, others I see on a semi-regular basis. Most of the men identify as straight with wives and kids and often use the money for essentials, so I can't keep but wonder if I'm taking advantage of them. One of my regulars told me afterwards that he used the money I gave him to buy new school clothes and put food on the table for his son as he would not have been able to afford both otherwise. I felt horribly guilty when I learned that. Uh, on one hand, I feel like I am helping people and everyone is happy. On the other hand, I worry that I am just making excuses in order to satisfy my needs. Am I a bad person? So, um, I guess you said you had, um, I wanna, I'll, I'm gonna try and go in order of what you said here. You know, I don't think prostitution necessarily is a bad thing, but I've also been in the Christian scene, and I'm not saying like, uh, well, you know, the Bible says prostitution is bad, I don't give a fuck about that. Um... But you definitely learn a lot of Christian-based organizations are very much trying to stop sex trafficking. Which, no, I'm definitely for banning and, like, working towards ending sex trafficking. Uh, mainly because it, sex trafficking is some crazy fucking shit. Like, you know, I think, you know, if a woman, if a woman herself decides, hey, I want to be a prostitute. This is how I want to make money. You know what? I don't mind men just sticking their tiny little wieners inside of me and uh, coming and, and, you know, and shit like that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I know that shit's not bothering to me. You know, when a woman, when it's a woman's industry, the thing, the thing with prostitution, I don't know, let's talk about, uh, you're gay, so this is obviously an answer to your question, but for the straights out there, um, if prostitution was a woman-led industry... I don't, I don't see any problem with that. Like, pay, pay for your stripper. Something like, first of all, a lot of guys are shooting up places because they're fucking, they need sex. And if they have the option, it's like, ah, I can just pay some money and get my dick sucked. And it's like, something like that. It's like, wouldn't that be, make the world a better place? You're like, you're like, well, I'm against prostitution, but like, would you be okay with children not getting shot in school? And stuff like that. So, you know, if prostitution, like, I'm, I'm for prostitution, especially when women lead the industry and stuff like that, especially when it's legal state, like, in the United States, obviously, if it's, like, the state regulates and shit like that, I think it can be a very positive thing. I've definitely heard of, like, the legal brothels, and it definitely seems like a okay thing that's going on there. Uh, sex trafficking, though, like, that's fucking, that's, that's, that shit will fucking bum you out. This show isn't about bumming you out, but I'm telling you, sex trafficking does bum me out. So, um... In regards to paying a prostitute, um, it's 
Um, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> Sorry for causing a scene there. Uh, but no, like no. If you're if you're paying for a prostitute and it's not like a situation where like oh this girl was like kidnapped as a child and raised to do this shit. Um, you know, you're just paying for a regular prostitute for with a woman who chose to go into that profession. I definitely think it's okay. I think it's okay to definitely pay for that, of course. Um, but sex trafficking is bad. And so when you, your friend talks about it as a form of sexual violence, they're talking definitely more about sex trafficking, not necessarily prostitution, which their sex trafficking, it does regard, does make money from prostitution, but I also think there is something different than prostitution. You know, it, it's weird. If if women were horny like men, you know, being a prostitute, like man, a man would be like, fuck yeah. And like, yeah, you want to pay to have sex with men? Go for it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And like, you know, if, like I was in college, I'm like, I really need to get a good grade. And I need to pass this class. They're just like, well, you have to fuck me. And you're not attracted to teacher. And you're like, okay, I'll fuck you. You know, like guys would do, guys would do that shit. Like, it wouldn't take much for guys to do that shit. For like, if it's the teacher's like a woman, it's like all straight and shit like that. Uh, but like, when it's all like a woman and the, the teacher's man, it's like, ah, oh, you're taking advantage. It's weird. It's a weird situation. Um. Anyway, so let's get into your actual situation. Uh, you're a gay man who does a lot of. You're asexual, but I guess you like having sex. So uh, that's cool. Um, and you you pay men for sex and specifically feet shit like that. And then you hear, you know, so. Here, here's the thing, um, but like, so you you're you're gay and uh, you have men who will let you do foot shit with them and stuff like that, and then you learn that like, oh yeah, this money you're giving us is really helping our kids out. Honestly, mo like, there's a lot of women out there who do sell their feet pics that you probably don't know about, and like, we're all cool with it. You know, it's like it's cool when like women are like, yeah, this weird guy wants pictures of my feet and I just take pictures of him, send to him, and he gives me money. That's cool. And it's like, women are typically cool with that. And so if a woman's like my husband, she's going to send pictures of his feet to another man, and we're going to make money of that for our family, it's going to be cool. So I believe in the specific situation that you are in, especially when you're like, this guy's like using the money I'm help, like I'm using for like doing shit with his feet uh, to help his children and his family. I don't think you should feel bad about that. I think that they're fine because clearly, because the nice thing about being friends with married people and not being in one of my, but I've been in relationships, but also kind of understand how the situation goes. Uh, family's like, you know, maybe we should do an, a side hustle to get money. It's like, and then the husband's like, you know, there's this guy, uh, he wants to suck my toes and uh, we could make some money from that, and it could really help our family out. Wife's going to be like, fuck yeah, let's go go ahead and fucking do that. And if it, typically she's like, I know you're not gay, so like, just going to let a guy suck your toes. It's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine with that shit. Uh, so, you know. So I would just say, to sum everything up, uh, in your specific situation, um, I don't think it's sex necessarily sexual violence. Uh, what your friend is probably referring to is sex trafficking, which is a very bad thing. And something, like, I think a lot of people should be educated with and try to really, we, we really should, as a country, try to do something to stop this because it's pretty fucking gross. Um, and it, it makes me uncomfortable talking about it. And that's not fun to talk about on podcasts. But, uh, so that's what she's talking about. But the way you're kind of doing it, I don't think it's really sexual violence. You're just uh, paying, to, paying to come, you know. 
and you're not in your asexual, so you're not into relationships. So uh, you're not like you know you're not taking advantage of someone. I think you're really helping a family out. I think you're fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh God. Uh, do you think vampires would suck on tampons? What? Oh my God. Who the fuck thinks of these goddamn questions? Um. That's the thing. Um. I don't know enough about period blood. That's that's I think that's the real uh debacle of what's going on here is I don't know enough about period blood. Um and and then also now I'm thinking oh we're thinking this goddamn shit. It's like so vampires, you know, they need blood to live. Uh my biggest knowledge is Twilight, which when it was popular I thought it was dumb, then I was like as an adult a couple years ago, I think I talked about it on the show, like, early early CS episodes. We're getting close to episode 100 of Kansas Shweezy, which is insane to think about. Um, you know, I watched Twilight. That's probably more of my knowledge on fucking vampires, which is very fucking fake, where it's like, uh, these vampires, they're, they're vegetarians, which means they just kill animals uh, and suck their blood, but they don't suck human blood, which I guess... I don't know, I guess works out. I don't know, I guess works out. Twilight, it's like, they could have gotten a lot cooler on the lore, it would have been a lot better, but at the same time, they didn't go into the lore, they went way too much into romance. Like, if J.K. Rowling, I, I know she's a turf, like, I know, she's she's, she's an asshole, uh, but she, she wrote some of my favorite stories of all time. Uh, she would have written Twilight, I think it would have been really cool. Um, um, but anyways, though, with vampires suck on tampons, so, you know... Let's think about it. Let's let's just let's do a critical. This is some critical thinking here. Um, let's also realize that vampires are fucking fake. Vampires are not real. Someone someone's gonna comment on something and say, you know, I think va- you know vampires are actually real if you look into this. Like fucking you're fucking Tom DeLonge looking at van- uh, aliens and shit like that. You're like, yeah, I can't say that person's name. Like, well, if that person's so adamant about aliens being real, they would have just fucking done something. I don't know. Uh, anyways, though. Um, Anyways, though, I think vampires, unless there is a specific thing with the blood, like we need so much iron level, uh, and I know, like, blood from periods, it's like a, an egg dying or some shit like that. I don't know a lot about periods either. I just know women have them once a month. I just date women, and they're like, hey, I don't feel good because uh, I'm bleeding out of my vagina. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be an asshole. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm just a man. I, I don't understand... I don't understand the woman's body like I know you. I know, I know where the clitoris is, okay? I'm doing my best here. Um, anyways, though. Uh, would vampires suck on tampons? Probably. I feel like they'd probably enjoy that shit. You're like, they'd probably befriend women. You're like, hey, can we can we have those tampons when you're done with them? Like, and then, but, like, I guess, like, if vampires learned how to, like, make a living and make money, and we're like, uh, yeah, use more tampons than you fucking need. We just need, like, them soaked and stuff like that so they're a little more fresh. That's what I would assume would happen. Uh, but there's some science probably with iron. And then also vampires aren't real. So maybe think about that for a second. Uh, think about how uh, this shit is all made up. And uh, stuff like that. I like how we talk about Christianity. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that shit doesn't. It, maybe that shit's not real. And I'm like, you know, vampires don't exist. And I'm like, unicorns don't exist. I'm like, I don't. That's, they're pretty similar. We're moving on. We're moving on to the next question. That's what we're doing. How would you know what job fits you the most? 
I've been unemployed for a couple months now. I quit my job in customer service because I got burned out. I'm doing well before that, and I find it rather easy to be honest. I even get incentives for being top rep. I just... It's just that I grew tired of it. This caused me to be lazy and lose interest in work, which resulted in me being no longer productive. My friends suggested that I focus on what, on what I really like to do. That's the problem. I don't know. They asked me what I'm good at. I'm not really sure what I'm good at. I like gaming. I'm not really an outside type of person. I kind of, I kind of did join art competitions back in high school. I'm reading this verbatim, people. Don't fucking be like, he doesn't know how to read. Uh, even did self-portraits using charcoal, but I no longer have the, not sure how, sure what to call it, passion. I want to look for something I would not grow tired of until I grow saggy. Something that I want to do and earn from it for the rest of my life. It's just that I see things. I'm just lost. Stop me. Okay. So it looks like you're just kind of in a in, in a weird probably point of your life, and you work customer service jobs because those just hire fucking anyone. Look, I'm telling you right now, as a musician, I've worked customer service jobs just you know to help make money and stay alive and stuff like that while I try to do music. Uh, so I get your pain, I get what you're doing, and you feel burnt out because those jobs just fucking burn you out. And that's why they just fire hire fucking anyone because they're just like, hey, look, this person's gonna fucking leave soon. Let's take advantage of them and then let's just fucking get rid of them. So, so yeah, here's what I think because you're definitely burned out and you just don't know what to do. And this idea of like, you want to be because like the idea of like we're just told like, uh, it's like. Find a job you love and it doesn't feel like you're working a day in your life. You know, shit like that. Um, because it doesn't feel like you're working because you love it so much. And uh, not everything you love doing makes money. And that's a fact. I mean, I'm... I just, like, fucking uh, adjusted a rack stand. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, it's so funny because you... Because you're like, oh, I gotta do what I love. And then you find out what you, what you love and then you're like, oh, that doesn't make money. Look, I'm, I do music. I understand what you're going through. Um, don't do customer service jobs because those jobs are made for be like, like if you work at customer, I worked one for like two years, and like I saw so many people like come and go, and it was very depressing. Um, so here's what you here here's the things you got to figure out. You know, I'm I'm a musician, so I've always known like I want to do music, and like me having to do at dumbass jobs was just so I could get by while I can do that. Um, what you're doing, you're just trying to figure out what you like doing. Um, you mentioned art. You like doing art, and you like playing video games. So, I mean, like, there's that. Um, so, here's what the best advice I can probably give you is... So, if you... So, assume money wasn't a problem. So, assume that, like, you didn't have to wake up to try to make money, yada, 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 and stuff like that. What what would you do? What would you do on a regular, everyday basis? What would you do if you never had to worry about money? What would you do? You wake up in the morning, uh, you know, you you drink your coffee, you 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 jerk off if you need to. <laughs> fuck it, fuck if I know. Oh, I need to adjust this. Oh no, there we go. Um, so you figure out what you need to do, and then what do you do? What do you want to do for the rest of the day? Like what what would you actually want to do the rest of the day? You know, I you know I like playing music. So even if it's like music I don't like playing, like I like playing music. I like recording music. I like you know just talking on camera, on a microphone, doing a podcast. 
I like going ahead and organizing podcasts and doing that shit. That's what I figured out like I doing. I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then my dad died, and I was like, you know what? I need to stop doing jobs that I don't like doing, and I need to, you know, start doing uh, what I enjoy doing full-time and doing what I need to be doing full-time. So that was what I had to do with my life. Uh, I guess you're doing your life, and so you have to do that. So you have to think about, like, what am I going to do? What would I do every day if I didn't have to work, if I didn't have to do a job, if I didn't have to do that? What would you want to do every day? Thinking about what kind of jobs can I do about that? And you have to make sacrifices, you have to make compromises and stuff like that. Yada, yada, yada. And then you kind of figure out what you do. You say you like art, um, graphic design. No, I don't really, I can't really advise you what to do from there. I know you said you like art, I know you like gaming. A gaming that's like, oh, you could stream on Twitch, but that's a whole field that, you know, it's not necessarily going to make money. Twitch.tv slash the shweezy. Um, so, yeah, I, I would definitely say struggle from there. So, figure out what you would do if money wasn't a problem. What would you do every day if money wasn't a problem? And then figure out how you want your life built around there. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Maybe that's what I'm saying that you need to be doing all the time. Is equally... Re- <sighs> okay, I need to... Okay, read... Okay, try to make a sentence out of this. <laughs> Is it equally rude to say someone has lost weight versus saying someone has gained weight? Okay. So, um, is it equally rude? No. Um, if I, let's think about those two sentences here. If I said, um, hey man, you've lost weight. You look really good. Uh, but what, what's the equal sense of someone getting weight? Hey man, I've seen you gain weight. Um, you can't say it's really good. Can't say someone gaining weight is really good. No, that's not really a good sense. But, you know, I always try to, like, if I have a friend who's lost weight, and it's, like, clearly they've lost weight. I'm like, meaning they put effort into losing weight, hopefully. Although I, do have a, I do have a family member who has lost weight in the bad way, and he was always, like, the chubby guy. And now he's, like, now his weight's, like, really bad, and you're like, that's really bad. Anyways, though, but usually, usually, we're going with the usually. Uh, when people lose weight, it's usually attempted and so when you see someone's weight and they're looking good i'm like hey man you're looking really good right now so like that but like you can't just be like hey man i'll see if you gain some weight you're looking pretty fat right now you can't just fucking say that that's fucking awful but like when you tell someone they've lost weight it's not rude because when you're telling someone they've lost weight you're t- typically complimenting them on that regard like if someone's losing weight you're like hey man you're looking really good right now like good job and because and the thing is, gaining weight does not take any effort at all. It's just being depressed and uh, letting letting life take its toll on you. As I've been feeling right now, I, I really need to lose some weight, and I'm like, I'm trying to like just pump myself up for that shit. Uh, but like, you know, gaining weight's easy. Losing weight is takes a lot of discipline, and it's very hard to do. So you know, when when you tell someone they've lost weight and it's a good thing, it's that hey, you've been putting in the effort to this to lose weight. And I'm, I really like what you've done. Uh, I think it's a great job that you've done. So it's very good to compliment someone they've lost weight. Uh, the problem, and I know there's probably someone out there who'd be like, uh, here's my problem, is there's probably a girl who's probably having an eating disorder and like, hey, you're looking really good right now. And it's like, you know, I didn't eat yesterday. So that's probably, wor- that's probably what's been working out for me. 
and then they're like, oh, god damn it. Okay, but <laughs> eating disorder. Don't give women to eating disorders. Don't give anyone an eating disorder. That's my life lesson. But, yeah, that's why it's different why you're saying if it's rude when you say someone's gaining weight versus losing weight. Because typically people who have lost weight have been putting in the effort to lose weight. And you should be like, hey, man, you're looking really good right now. Uh, good job on what you've been doing because, you know, it's very hard what you've been doing. Exercising is very hard. Eating well is very hard. Uh, it's hard to not eat pizza every day. Uh, I'm very proud of you. That's, that was, I think that's the general rule of what we're trying to say here. Okay. Um, why are children discouraged from cussing, but it's okay for adults? I understand swearing is rude, lacks manners, etc., but it that's why we tell children off for why it's <laughs> for why it why are adults allowed to man i just spelling errors today um so i love a child cussing uh if a child cusses around me i'm gonna laugh my fucking fucking ass off that's just a fact that's what's gonna happen that's what we're doing uh this sound drop is joshua casey author of uh Tracking Desire, Journey After Swalto Kites. That's his child's saying, are you ready to get fucked up? Which we learned it was from a, what's the, what the fuck is the band name? They did Party Rock Anthem. Uh, LMFAO, that's the fucking band name. Uh, it was one of their songs. I'm like, this was 2018 when we figured this out? Why are they listening to that shit? Anyways, though, um, that, that was a child cussing. And I have another friend whose child, I, they're not like, and they're not probably someone I'm like, hey, I'm gonna dox, I'm gonna tell who you are on social media. Uh, they their child says Axel instead of asshole, and they're just like, all right, just continue saying it, you know, stuff like that, because they they cuss, but like, I guess the, I guess the real the real dilemma behind like children cussing, um, it comes from you know when adults cuss. Um, we've lived for at least, hopefully you're at least 20 plus years old with a child. When you have to, when you're at least 20 years old, when your child starts talking, hopefully, hopefully, I know everyone's different. Don't, don't have me on this, but you're at least 20 plus years old. And when you're at least over 20 years old, you, if you're going to say a cuss word, you know how to properly say it in a sentence. Like, you know, on this show, I say fuck all the time and Usually when I say fuck, it's usually in the right context in the sentence. Uh, when the child says it, though, they usually don't use it in the right context. Uh, unless our friend who says Axel is like, hey, you're being a real Axel right now. And you're like, oh, that's kind of funny. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, well. And when I do see hear some of my friend's kids talk, they say they do kind of cuss in the right context. When I was a kid, we did not cuss in the right context. So it's really understanding what the word means and using it in the right context. And that's one issue. Um, another issue is, well, they can't get old enough in school and use them in the right context. And, well, uh, yeah, I don't know why school allows it. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I kind of agree. I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't be dropping fucking something. Don't be saying fuck at school. Like, we're trying to keep this chill. Like, you know, at workplaces, you're not allowed to say fuck for the most part uh, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's for necessarily why adults can use it, but kids can't. It's more necessarily like adults kind of know 
when and where they can and can't use it. But kids don't necessarily know because school isn't appropriate. Whether you're an adult or a child, you can't, you shouldn't say fucking school. Uh, and even when you're at a job, you know, for the most part, uh, you can't say fucking shit at a job. But like when you're at a with when you're with your friends at a bar, you can say fucking shit, and it's no big deal. It's kind of just an understanding when and where you can say it, and uh, adults really kind of understand that, and kids don't. Uh, and I guess uh, what I guess we have to figure that shit out. I guess for the most part. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Jesus question number six. Uh, do you ever truly lose the God he once believed in? I used I used to be a Christian, grew up in the family slash society, and I felt like I was pretty devout, if not extremely, in the aspects of my beliefs. I haven't practiced for years now and am very cynical, but somehow I find myself talking to God or having knee-jerk reactions when people say Jesus wasn't the real Son of God. I don't really feel any particular way about it anymore, but it's strange that I still have these cognitive impulses Towards my belief system. Does anybody else experience this? That's probably the most uh, uh, gram- grammar accurate question we've got today. Um, no. Um, so, my beliefs, I guess, if you listen to the show every week or whatever. Uh, you would probably know I grew up being super Christian. I was, like, very into it. And uh, at one point, it was probably, like, a career. I was probably supposed to be a worship leader. And, like, there was a career in that for me. And... I went to church probably way longer than I should have been. I think I stopped 2017. Uh, way longer than it probably should have been. I probably should have gotten away from it in college or something like that. Um, stuff like that. So now my beliefs is like, yeah, I like the good parts about it, but I really hate the bad parts about it. And so when I think about the beliefs, so, you know, my dad recently died. Everyone take a drink. If you're playing this cancer shooting drinking game, whenever I talk about my dead dad, you take a drink. Um, but, like, you know, I think about my dad, and we talk about, you know, like, my cousin has, like, a five- and three-year-old. Talk to them, and you're like, you know, Uncle Tim's now in heaven. And it's, it's very easy when you talk about, like, if, like, you know, when you're talking to a small child about, like, a family member dying, you're like, well, they're up in heaven now. That's a good thing. But you're also, with a lot of modern Christianity, it's like, you're not going to talk about how a family member's now in hell, because that's just fucking... Sick. And, uh, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. If I'm anywhere in the Christian belief right now, I also 100% don't believe hell exists, because I feel like that's just a fucking man-made, uh, man-made thing to try to convince people to fucking give money to the church. That's, I I don't think hell exists. And, you know, I can't 100% prove that Jesus doesn't exist, heaven, God doesn't exist, I feel like I can prove that hell doesn't exist, uh, and that's uh, that's how I like it. Feel like a woman, a real woman. Thank you, Joe. Um, stuff like that. So no, I'm just you know we're doing so like no my my dad died so my cousin's five and three year olds Uncle Tim and then uh, their grandpa on my cousin in law's uh, father in law or whatever how you would call it like hit he died and so you're like oh they're up in heaven right now and. So, like, they see rainbows, and we're like, oh, that's Uncle Tim and Grandpa, and our Grandpa, you know, says it. I'm like, you know, that's a nice thing. You know, it's a nice thing to say, like, you know, when people die, they go to heaven, and stuff like that. That's a nice thing, but you can't say, oh, when people die, they go to hell, because they fucking suck. 
you know, it's, it's very weird. And, you know, I don't know what to believe anymore, you know. I really can't. I'm, like, somewhere in between agnostic and Christian. You know, that's where I definitely place my beliefs in the world. Um, where it's like, well, I like Jesus, and I like kind of that shit, but all shit I don't like. And uh, do I believe, maybe there's no God, And but I don't know, there's maybe something out there. And so I don't know. So, I don't know. I grew up with this shit, so it sticks with me. You sound like you maybe grew up with the shit, and this family grew up with this. So it's probably going to stick with you. It's it's hard to unstick with the seat for this to stick with you. You know, we talked about, uh, I talked about early in the episode, obviously, uh, a banner under heaven, which that's a bunch of Mormon shit. Detective Bill Tava says in the show on Hulu, uh, I think it's okay to sing it now and then, even if I don't believe it has power anymore. So um, all I have to really say is there's a lot of good things in those beliefs. Every, you know, every belief system usually has a lot of good beliefs. And so it's okay to be like, hey, take those really good beliefs that generally everyone will agree are good beliefs and then just keep them with you for the rest of your life. Maybe that's what we need to remember. And our last question, why am I such a half-assed person? I never put my full commitment into everything I do. I always stop doing things halfway done or even almost done. I really don't know why. Is there any, any way to change? Okay, what what would you need to change? So, um, you're a half person. So, do you know what you like to do in life? Like, what makes you tick? What makes you excited? What makes you want to do things? What makes you want to go go full throttle? Which I don't think we have the sound drop. Do we have the sound drop for that? Let's go full throttle. We have the sound drop for that. Okay. So it doesn't sound like you're passionate about anything in life. So, when you half-ass things, like, I've half-assed day jobs, like, and I remember the, and I would obviously clearly quote uh, Ron Swanson, don't half-ass two things. Full-ass one thing, which is a very good thing to say in life. Um, here's what I would say to you. What do you like doing? And I think I, we've mentioned this in maybe another question today. Uh, yeah, we have already. Um, if, you, if you didn't have to worry about money ever again, what would you do every day? And think about that, and think about how that could make you money. Think about that. Um, that's all I really have to say on that. I don't think I have anything more to say on that question. I've kind of gone on a rant today. Uh, this episode may be a little bit longer. Uh, for some people, who we were like, why are podcasts not 30 minutes long? I'm like, well, most radio shows are an hour long. And I'm telling people, if they can't talk for an hour long, don't do a podcast. And that's it. Um, thank you for listening to Cancel Sweezy today, folks. Like I'm telling you. This is the best episode we've ever made. The Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Follow us on social media at the Shweezy. My music under Shweezy. Just can, uh, cross out the cancel part. Uh, my mu- And uh, Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Amazon Prime account connected to subscribe. Uh, Patreon. Patreon uh, for sh- us uh, is a good tip jar. Um, if you are audio only, make sure you check out our YouTube page. And uh, subscribe to that. Leave us comments and give us more advice on what we can and can't do. And uh, share with your friends. Audio-only listeners, make sure you leave us a review and give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 star rating. And uh, let's end this episode every way we're supposed to. Hi, if you love butt drugs, stay awesome. 
Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home Please leave a message at the beep I must be out or I'd pick up the phone Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.